What is biophilic design? It's all about connecting with nature and bringing nature in as a design element within built environments to increase occupant connectivity and overall well-being. It's a concept used in commercial spaces, but Michelle Epperson from Design Well Studios is blazing the way to bring biophilic design into our home environment. Design Well Studios is an environmental wellness design and testing company that optimizes built environments that promote beauty, health, and well-being. They offer state-of-the-art professional environmental testing services that allow their clients to see if their homes or workspaces have issues from poor air or water quality, mold, or high levels of EMFs that could have a negative effect on their health and well-being. They offer education, creative design hacks, and products and services to help remedy spaces so people can thrive. Michelle has so much knowledge to share with us. We are going to have to have her on again because today we're just focused on biophilic design in the home. So if you're wondering how you can create a space that not only looks and feels good, but it also supports the well-being of you and your family, you won't want to miss this awesome interview. Let's grow. Is your home environment helping you or hurting you? We've been taught that our health is determined by the food that we eat or how much we exercise. But what if there's more to it than that? I'm here to tell you that your home environment matters. We spend most of our time at home and we're raising our families here. So isn't it important to know if we're creating an environment that is supportive to our health and well-being? Here on Blooming a Healthy Home by Design, we're gonna uncover the many ways your home can support you building a healthier lifestyle for your family. We'll uncover simple ideas that will get you to think about your home differently. You'll discover how to get rid of toxins that could be lurking in your walls and cupboards, to new ideas in color psychology, furniture placement, anything and everything that can help influence positive mood and behavior so you and your family can lead healthier, fuller lives at home. I'm Sheila Alston, founder of Healthy Home Media and editor of the Wellness Real Estate Magazine and Healthy Home Magazine. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together. I'm searching far and wide to bring guests who will guide you with simple and actionable steps that you can take to help you and your family bloom and grow. So thanks so much for being here. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time. Before we talk today, I wanted to mention something I'm super excited about. It's a digital magazine that I've just created and it's called Wellness RE Magazine. It's all about wellness real estate and bringing health and home together. Did you know wellness real estate in 2018 was actually already a $134 billion industry and it's been growing 6% every single year, according to the Global Wellness Institute. I feature a wellness lifestyle community every single month and have articles from home wellness experts across the country sharing their insights on how you can create a healthier, more comfortable and joyful living environment. So if you're interested in checking it out, I have a free download to the very first issue. Just go to wellnessremag.com to get it. There's also a link for a feedback form. So if you want to fill it out and let me know what you think of it, I would really appreciate it. I'm creating it to spread awareness on creating a healthier home, but also as a tool for realtors. I'm a realtor and we're always searching for ways to add value to the people that we know. And this magazine is a great way for us to do that pretty easily. So if you're a realtor and you want to learn more about how you can send this stunning digital magazine full of unique and engaging content to your entire audience that you're not going to find anywhere else, head on over to wellnessrepro.com. Thanks. Hi, I'm here with Michelle Ipperson. She's a biophilic designer. Is that correct? 
It and is. I'm so excited to learn all about that because I really don't know much about it. So please um, let us let us hear about what that is. Sure. So it's interesting. I've been a graphic designer and interior designer for many years, and I've done a number of design competitions over the years. And all of my designs for environments have been centered around nature. Mm -hmm. And I, I brought it, I did a, 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 a design competition for serving up style, uh, finding, what's it called? Serving up style, uh, Molly's fun fighting lupus. And it was a design where we did um, uh, 15 by 15 foot room. And so I, anything, you could do anything, just had to center around dining. So we brought in a water feature underneath. Um, we brought in um, a fan to, to, to show movement and wind into the, to the curtains. We brought in plantscapes. We brought in beautiful lighting. Um, and, and I didn't even know what biophilic design was back then yeah and so i started studying and or i think somebody told me an architect told me about um and i have the paper here somewhere um i shouldn't have that for you um it's his name was roger ulrich and he in 1984 he did a study of um two patients in a in a hot in, host, in the hospital and one had a view of nature and one did not have a view at all and so he studied both patients to see who healed faster and, and better quality. Yes. And, they, and the one with the view of nature uh -huh. that was in the hospital for a while healed faster than the one. I've heard of that. I've heard of yeah. that before. So, be, so yeah. that one article sparked something in me. I'm like, oh my goodness. And my mom is actually a, a famous landscape architect from Santa Barbara and Montecito. And so we, I've always had gardens. I've always had, um, my father was a builder. So I was always in this environment. And uh, so I started studying deeper and um, got into just deep study of biophilic design on my own. Um, and um, basically what biophilic design is, is, is humans inherent need to connect to nature. And it's, it's the, uh, Eric Fromm in 1973 said, it's about the passionate love of life and all that is alive. And so, you know, people travel, they, they, they spend a lot of money on traveling mm -hmm. to go to nature, to go to national parks, to, mm -hmm. to, you know, go hiking, go skiing, all these things to, to be surrounded by nature. And so, you know, that's so important for humans to be able to have that connection. Uh -huh. you know, how, whenever you go hiking, do you ever see someone pissed off, you know, in the yeah. forest? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Everybody's Unless they're on the phone and they're not paying attention to nature. Right. Right. right? And then you have, and then we, you know, for years people are, are stuck in cubicles with, you know, fluorescent lighting and you know, computer stations and, you know, crappy food from the cafeteria and, mm -hmm. Um, noise pollution and all these things um, and 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 no connection to nature and so people have been really not thriving in those environments and um, uh, anyways uh, it's it's becoming more apparent the need to 
bring in elements of nature into built environment. So that's what I've been doing for, for several years now mm -hmm. is, you know, there's different elements of biophilic design. So there's acoustics, there's lighting, there's texture, there's color, there's plantscapes, there's, there's views to nature, there's natural light. Um, like I said, textures, like more wood mm -hmm. or things like that. Um, so it's, it's, it doesn't have to take much mm -hmm. to be able to have that connection. Even just like, you know, I know you, this is a podcast, but you know, even this like a fern, no, it's not looking so yeah. good. Toast. But um, you know, having this into your, in your, in your window mm -hmm. and having something to be able to connect with, mm -hmm. it's really increased people's well-being, their mood, yeah. their mental state, their, their physical health, their, it's, it's, there's so many studies that have improved um, people's well-being when they have some sort of a connection to nature. I've been involved in biophilic cities, um, which is amazing. Um, it's hard for every city to adopt, but we are a biophilic city here in Portland, mm -hmm. and there's some, some great things happening, like um, we have the Audubon Society has fought and won that every tempered glass uh, and bus stations has to have um, has to, has to have an etching so birds don't crash into it. Oh, really? Yeah. And and every every roof over a certain amount of stories, I think it's ten stories, has to be a green roof to mm -hmm. be able to have an encatchment for for water and and yeah. growth and um, to be able to have that view for people to um, that are up high to mm -hmm. be able to see some sort of a greenscape. So. Um, but think about uh, what that does for the for the people that live in that building. If all of a sudden they make use of that space to be right. a little park for for the residents that live there, right. and how wonderful that is, rather than just having it be a place where they stick their air conditioning units and it's exactly. <laughs> I mean, like from like a huge city like Las Vegas or New York. I mean, it's devoid. It's void of of nature. I mean, but then you have this beautiful Central Park that yeah. everybody flocks to and like yeah. you know protects and whatnot because it's so essential. So my whole like mission in my design life is to bring in some elements of nature some way, somehow into the built environments. Now in the bedroom, you know, that's super important to be able to, you know, when you wake up, what are you looking at, you know, to be able to, and also lighting too, like it's, it's for your health. If you are having CFLs that are very blue light, um, or LEDs that are very, very, very bright and, and um, offensive, I should say, mm -hmm. um, it's not going to make you sleep well. Right. Um, so they definitely, you know, biophilic design definitely has some health effects on people, but it's also really fun to be able to create these, like for, for restaurants. Um, I've done acoustic solutions for restaurants. You walk mm -hmm. in and, you know, at a cafe, they've got the concrete floor, and they've, they've got the chairs that, and if everything's loud and there's sounds bouncing off everything. So, mm -hmm. you know, a good solution would be to put those little pads, obviously underneath the, the chairs, and then also do some acoustic panels uh -huh. up above. Um, there's beautiful companies that are doing acoustic panels, submaterial in New Mexico, gorgeous felt artwork that mm -hmm. actually is a design like biomimicry that is create is, is textures of nature, but it's actually serving a purpose. Yeah, I love so that. That's a really fun thing too. What if you um, 
you know, what if you want to just have a picture of nature and with like a wood frame, does that count or do you have to actually have like real plants? Oh, oops, like that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So any element that maybe reminds you of nature, right. that's why color psychology is so important too, right? It's because the colors of nature actually help yes. your mood oh. and to enhance. Absolutely. I do a lot of color theory when I do yeah. design for places and consulting. But um, yeah, my mom is a, a landscape architect, like I was um, explaining, and she's now turned as a painter. Oh. So she does, she, I, 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 you can't see it, but I, my behind me or in front of me is a whole wall, and we have it in our, in our living room too, of beautiful plantscapes. Yeah, that she's done to. Um, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous! <gasps> I want one of those. Yeah, so we're going to be marketing these. Yes, they're beautiful. People, and then we can blow them up to any size. Yeah. These are beautiful, and you can go to designwallstudios.com and um, and order these. Um, yeah, I love at, them. At, under Society Six, but um, you know, we do custom orders and stuff too. But it's you know, for commercial spaces, it's it's fantastic. But I really am focusing on residential. Yeah, where people spend more of their time, and obviously during COVID, you know, we're home more and we're working in our homes. But just dialing in things like this instead of like looking at a blank wall, you're looking at nature. And yeah. obviously, I have other plants that are live around me, but not everybody has a green thumb. Yeah, no, so totally. you can have an actual painting of a fern, of a tree, of a naturescape, of you know, or a photograph. Mm -hmm. of your most favorite travel place or of, uh, you know, of, of a mountain or something like that. It really does make a huge difference. Yeah. And even if you, um, you know, if you're looking out your windows, if you plant a tree right there, so it's pretty to look at, that makes a big difference too, yes. rather than, you know, just the in between the houses and you see the other house, there's just a fence there or something. Something right there. So you have a beautiful exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I consult with builders all the time. I'm like, you must work with a landscape architect when you are designing the building. Yeah. Like I design, I help design ADUs for seniors. Um, mm -hmm. I've consulted with, um, with people, um, that are doing that as a business and, you know, they're going to be spending a lot of time there in their later years. And mm -hmm. it's really important directional wise where the sun comes up, where mm -hmm. it comes in and, and and what they're what they're looking at when they're having their morning coffee or tea, uh -huh. you know, as and to have that how you operate in your house. I do a lot of environmental design, like how you operate, and and where what are you looking at, and and what's your, what's the experience that you're having in your space. Right. So you know those things play a huge role in our in our daily lives. Right. And, um, yeah, I, I really love it, and and it's. To us, it is so innate, but the way that the housing market, especially for newer builds, is, it's, it's just basically a template. A lot of prototyping is going on. And it's, well, it, yeah. I agree. And I feel like too, even when people are looking at a lot and they're building a home and they're just thinking about the costs of building the home and they might think, oh, I don't need a landscape architect because I'm just going to pick out the plants from Home Depot. You're not realizing these designers, the architects, the landscape architects, think about even that. before you're going to place your home on the lot where you might think it needs to be within the setbacks. Are you really necessarily thinking about the light and the way the sun sets, your, the orientation of the home and how, um, you know, your views? And you can tell if you go into a good house, it's actually been... Um, 
created by a good, you know, architect and has good design. You know, you walk into the room, there's views right when you walk the in. that you have. You yeah, walk in and you yeah. feel at ease, you feel embraced, you feel inspired, you feel yeah. like a sense of awe. Yeah. And, and there's other places you're like, and, and I've done, I'm, I'm an environmental inspector. I do mm -hmm. indoor air quality testing and EMF testing and building biology stuff. And, you know, I've been in a number of houses where it's just like, how can people live here? <laughs> but they probably don't realize that they probably went to an open house and thought the furniture was pretty and that it had the, you know, checked all the boxes, it had the right amount of rooms. And maybe they thought that it felt okay because it, maybe it was staged really nice. And then they're come to live in it and they realize, you know, um, they don't get enough daylight or right. it's just the flow of the house isn't ideal. Um, no, it, it, <laughs> it is so important to be, and not everybody can build a custom home, right? Yeah. Not everybody has that, uh, that um, luxury, but you know, you can take these smaller elements and like with lighting and with, um, with, with plantscapes and with color and texture and, you know, just bringing in just small amounts of like, and not, it doesn't have to be hippy dippy, you know, you right. go beach combing and bring a, a piece of wood in, but you can make it into a beautiful, um, you know, drill some holes and stick some candles in it and like, yes. you know, the day or well, and it's worth having a landscape designer or some sort of designer come to your home and give you ideas on how you can improve your home or even if you're planning on doing any remodeling because you can make some changes to your flow and it can completely change the whole feel of your home oh, by maybe making a window larger or putting a window in a different spot or something right like but you when you you know when i do my design i really um have a thorough questionnaire to get to know my clients on how they function and operate in their space Mm -hmm. And so, um, but exactly. So like, where are they spending most of their time? And then you drill in, like, there wasn't always a window here in this bedroom. Yeah. My husband put a window in here. And because I'm like, because we had, I had my office in the back of the property and we made that our suite and brought it, um, the office in here. And I'm like, I cannot work in an office without a window, natural light, <laughs> or a window, and we have a beautiful backyard. We have chickens, we have veggie gardens, yeah. we have edibles. It's like really nice, and I'm just like, I won't be able to even see it. And like, for how many times we spend in our in our offices on our computers, we have to. Um, even your desk, even your desk, you can make a biophilic design desk. Like really? You, oh, totally. Like, and my um. Left hand quarter. I do a little bit of feng shui too. Yeah. You know, I have this. It's my um, kind of my pen holder. It's a it's a nice pottery piece. Um, but I have a little bit of of, of bamboo here. Um, I have a nice full spectrum uh, natural light bulb in here. It's Chromalux is a fantastic brand. It's it's made in Finland, I believe, and um, it just gives you that nice warm glow. I have also. It's pretty heavy. Um, this little plantscape that I created uh, oh, on my desk, um, and it just does these little these little things that are, are that are you're able to. Oh, and I have this texture. You can't see this because it's gonna be a podcast, but this is yeah. just a postcard of this really cool felt artist oh. that I went to, and I just love the color. Yeah, um, and I just have that as inspiration. Um, it reminds me of. Um what is it in the in like arizona how they have those yep. caverns and stuff that you can go into that that's yeah yeah okay, like so how do you feel about um 
fake plants because I'm a home stager too. And I have a lot of fake plants because when we stage at home, we can't go water the plants. Right, right. That's fine. And I think that that still connects people with that, that, that element. And you just want to make that connection, right? You're not like touching and feeling the leaves or, you know, spending, I'm, you know, for indoor air quality, I don't really advise plastic plants yeah, into exactly. your home. Um, real is good, but you have to be careful of mold too. But yeah, for staging, that's no problem. And like more the merrier, not more the merrier, but like definitely placed well um, mm -hmm. is is key and important. Because um, it does, it, do, it is important to have something like that or even photographs of nature. Yeah, isn't that funny? I, think, I didn't realize I was maybe doing biophilic design already when I was staging. Right. Well, it's that I, feeling, you know, it's yeah. that innate um, connection to nature that we all strive to have. And, you know, even in hospitals, they, um, they create um, the, some of them, we have one here, that's, the, it's, they can be very dire, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. you walk through these hallways and everything. And so now people are doing these beautiful gardens with like open up where mm -hmm. they have like, a view of this. It's really, really nice, but it's good to be able to have, even if it's, if it's a fake plant or yeah. even a photograph, or if it's a, a, a painting, that's fantastic. It's interesting you bring that up about hospitals because I feel like the commercial market um, just has been so far ahead of the residential market just because yes. people have noticed that, you know, working in a cubicle is not healthy. And so it seems like the commercial market has been trying to have indoor air quality better, indoor water quality and having well, it's like- it's also regulated too. It's yeah. Regulated. Oh, okay. So uh, that's why I, I like working in residential because it's, it's groundbreaking territory because- I think it's more impactful because mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot more sick people in their homes because mm -hmm. of new building materials, because of the lack of connection of nature. Um, and, and we can fix those things. Mm -hmm. you know? We can fix those things on, on, a, on a custom, custom level. Um, not really custom level, but um, kind of case by case, depending on what they need. But um, yeah, homes aren't regulated at all. And so no. it's really tough. And then it's hard to reach people to be able to, to do these things. Some people do these innately, but so many people are so disconnected to their space. All they want to do is get away. And they don't well, know. I don't think that there's a platform too where people are hearing about this stuff. You know what I mean? Like you have to really be searching for it. And so that's what makes me excited to share what you're doing on my podcast, you know, share it on my magazine that I'm doing as well. I just want more people to be inspired and know that there are ways to create a healthier home environment, right? And um, there's so many different ways you can do that, but just to explore them. Um, I mean, there's probably not a lot of biophilic designers across the country. Is that true? It's a new and emerging field, which is so funny because it's so like, it's the like roots of our design. I mean, you walk right, in the right. forest, you're like, that couldn't have been any more beautifully put together. Yeah. Right? And, oh yeah. Isn't no, that the truth? I feel like we're all getting back to basics, right? We had to get away from the basics to then realize that there's a reason why they, you know, we need to go back to our roots, to our, to nature. To, I think so too. Yeah. I, I, I think so too. And, and I think people can start small. Um, you know, if it's just a succulent, that's one thing. But like I said, if you're, it's not even all about plants either. I mean, it, it really is about lighting. It's about views to nature. It's about, um, texture. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot more Terrapin bright green, does a fantastic job with the 14 um, biophilic patterns. 
Um, and it's, it goes into, I mean, they are a huge consultancy firm that goes to more the ginormous, uh, uh, firms all around the world. Yeah. And it helped them to create more of a biophilic design, um, or infused biophilic design into their buildings for people. But what about the homeowner who wants to maybe just learn more? Can they, is there a book they should get or can they, they can go to your website if they want to. I'm happy to consult with people. Um, You know, there really isn't a lot for residential customers. Um, There, it's really, I mean, there's, there's courses that designers can take. There's um, books that you can read, but it's really for the commercial space. There really is not a lot for residential and I'd be more than happy to consult with people or, or to even, you know, write for your magazine and, and put some yeah. tips for people on there. And um, obviously I can do more for my, my site. We're just so busy doing launching a new program, but um, you know, I love it. I think it's so important to be able to do that. And I would love that. I think if you're open to that, I would love to have an article every month just about biophilic design. Cause I think that it's something people haven't heard about and it can be so impactful in your life. And it just, um, is, is all my magazine's all about how to create a healthier home and to just sure. expose some of the new wellness real estate developments that are going along too. But I just, I, um, that's I mean, the they drops. you know, yeah. they need it in drops mm-hmm. and stuff. So they're not overwhelmed and they don't need to have this, like everything put together for them. But I think yeah. that it's just that they understand that the, the theme of it and the, the, the message about what it what it can bring to them, mm-hmm. um, and then how how to activate how to how to, right. how to you know, incorporate those elements into it. I think that would be fantastic. And well, yeah, you could go from being someone who like feels more like a victim with the work or you know the the earth around sure. them, just what's happening, and 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 then learning some of these new things that you can do these actionable tips, and then going from someone who feels empowered, like okay, I can take these little steps in my home right. and check out it the toxicity. It, 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 like, it definitely yeah. it up. It's it's very it's it can be very inspiring, and um and like I said, it, these are simple simple things that people can incorporate into their into their homes or workspaces. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to be able to do something like that. I do now do virtual design consultations. Oh, good. So people take their phone or their, um, their iPad or computer around with them and they show me their environment and mm-hmm. then I, I can give them tips. Oh, I love that. How to incorporate and do that. So if people want to do that. They can sign up and, and schedule that with me. And okay. it's more of a personal thing, but it's, it's really fun to do because I, it's, we stay COVID friendly, okay, COVID yeah. safe, and, um, uh, you know, obviously social distancing, but yeah. Yeah, you can still be creative and, and help people in the same measure. Well, and it opens your world so that you can help anybody across the country. You don't, you're not limited to just Portland, because I'm sure, like you said, Portland's probably a haven for this sort of thing, but if you're, you know, across the country somewhere else, and there's absolutely nobody that's doing biophilic design, and there's right. hardly any, um, you know, it's nice that you are a resource now. So how do people um, find you? Where do they go? So they can go to my website, designwellstudios.com, and they can um, either contact me by the contact us. Um, I do have under um, assessments, I do virtual assessments or um, uh, healthy interior design consultations. So um, yeah, it's, I love it. It's really fun. I'm, I, I, you know, I have so many clients that I do indoor air quality testing for mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I have one particular client who, it, this happens all the time. I don't think it's 
it's talked enough that they bought a new home mm -hmm. and um, within a year's time, she was very, very sick. Wow. And um, she ended up being housebound for 12 years. What? Yes, in her home. And her home was a granted, it was a newish craftsman style home. But up in her bedroom, there was no connection to nature. It was beige carpeting, beige wall. It looked like a hotel room, mm -hmm. uh, not a nice hotel. Room. Yeah. And, 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 and so I really helped her. I mean, she had no inspiration to heal, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, the air quality was poor from the off gassing of the new flooring and the carpeting. And that lasts for up to 15 years. Wow. Sometimes. And, um, it often mimics Lyme disease. Uh -huh. building syndrome and so these this poor woman was just you know trying to heal in her home and so I came in and I did an assessment for her as well after the testing and I gave her a plan to incorporate more elements of nature to lighten brighten it up you know bring in some artwork when she wakes up out of her bed not feeling well you know a better air purifier a sound machine so she can have some you know noise because it was on a, a busier street and um and better lighting Mm -hmm. And all those things are so much more, those are small, small things that, that she incorporated um, and, and hoping, hoping that she's feeling better. So what's that. the story? Does she feel better? You know, it's, she's been tough to reach. She's, she's fallen into not feeling so good. Um, but she is, uh, I need to reach back out to her. It's, yeah. it, it's tough when you have someone that sick. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 these 12 years is a long time. 12 years is a long time. A long and so time. just having a picture of a plan is probably not going to undo 12 years of sickness. No, it's there. It's a whole, it's a whole element of, of, of a plan for her. Um, and, and she did take a lot of strides into create a healthier environment. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, any little bit helps when yes. you're on that, that road to healing, um, that, like I said, that, that, Roger Ulrich um, article. Yeah, you know, have a view of nature. So I think it's your mindset also, because if you are in a place where you have felt hopeless, right, or um, for so long, and your mindset is on your pain, your pain, your pain, right. Um, I mean, I, I think that it's if, if you can have some level of hope and a right. little bit of change that you feel empowered about that you can sure. take control of, it can it can just kind of change your mindset enough that you can start focusing on the good. And that's, that's the only goal. I mean, that's the whole goal of the work that I do because, you know, you don't know. I mean, nature is powerful. I mean, it has a huge impact on our well-being. And these small steps that people can take can really shift them out of depression, mm -hmm. out of anxiety. And, um, I mean, there's no guarantees in any of life, obviously, but I feel like these small strides that you could take Mm -hmm. can really help shift people into a different light. And sometimes, you know, obviously it takes a greater plan, mm -hmm. um, but um, these simple things are, are very inspiring. I know I feel cooped up when I have, um, you know, things aren't, you know, designed the, in a way that I feel inspired. Yeah. Or, or there's clutter. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, all these things. And I'm like, all right. And I, and I, I like it, get inspired to go to my office now. I'm like, I have, I just redesigned it. We did some modeling, I was saying, but you want to feel inspired when you come home. You don't want to, you know, 
Right. Run away from your home. <laughs> no. You know what? You being in the work that you do, you know what the solution is when you walk in. You know why you're not feeling inspired. But for so many people, right. they can come home and not know what to do or not. So that's what I'm hoping to, if I share with this magazine or share on this podcast, people can then feel empowered to know, you know, what can I do to fix right. that? I can declutter. I can, you know, change the wall colors. I can add more light. Yeah. And, add more and the, the main thing is to ha is ask yourself, how do you function and operate in your space? Literally mm -hmm. take yourself out of yourself and like be an objector and an observer and say, how do I spend time in my space? Where do I meditate? Where do I do that? Or do I have a space for that? Do I have a space for quiet time? Where do I work? Where do I eat? Where do I sleep? You know, all these, these things, where do I, um, you know, what brings me joy and, and, you know, and then when you are physically sitting in those spaces, what are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah. And are you focusing on, um, what brings you joy? I think that's such a good thing that you just said, because if people actually every day just did one thing that brought them joy, right. You know, maybe then when you looked over your week, you could, you had a great week because you did a few things that brought you joy rather than always focusing on got to do it. I mean, otherwise we can just, we're so busy. We can spend every day being busy, but it brings that, it brings that awareness. Yes. Too. It really helps ground people and not to get all woo woo spiritual, but it really does help ground people and shift their mindset a little bit. You know, I yeah. even just rearranging my desk and doing a few things and I do a little bit of feng shui too. Um, I had the best, best day ever on Monday, the day after I changed my office. I wow. saw, you know, did a two, a two proposals that I got new work for um, and, and, uh, and, and made a huge connection with a, a business partner. And, I, and I'm like, wow. That's awesome. I don't know. I mean, I just, yeah. I can't help to think that like certain things like to be inspired. Yes it changes your energy. And yeah. so that your energy comes across the phone yeah. and, and being much more confident and it's all interrelated. It is. It is. I'm a firm believer of your energy and what you put out when you, you get what you give. So if you're constantly putting out negative energy, I mean, you, you're going to be getting that negative energy back. It's like right. what you, you reap what you sow. You can't like sow certain seeds and reap something better exactly. than what you're sowing. Now, I have more information about biophilic design on Designwell Studios. It's okay. under um, biophilic, um, designwellstudios.com under design. And then I have a biophilic design page. So okay. if you want a little bit more information about that, I'm happy yeah. to share. If anybody has questions, they can always email me at michelle at designwellstudios.com. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I just want to spread the message and however I can do that because it, it, you know, good design that brings in nature, it, it does increase your well-being and health. So it's yeah. a really nice mix for what you're doing with wellness real estate. And, you know, even as a stager, as an interior designer or a real estate agent, you know, you, it's good to know these things because yeah. you can actually help, help your sale. Yeah. Um, if you are doing that, um, incorporating some of those elements into it. That, that are, that are more temporary, mm -hmm. but yet have a big impact too. You know why? Because the people come into a home and they're like, well, this home feels good. It ends the feeling and they don't know why, they don't know why. but you do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm happy to work with you on that stuff too. I think it's really, it's really, um, it's really fun to be able to incorporate those things and you know, it, it'll make for it's subconscious to these buyers. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's that, it's that, um, you know, that instant connection 
where they're like, okay, this feels good, but they don't know why, like I was saying. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. That. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Michelle. This was such a wonderful conversation and um, I'm excited to connect with you in so many other ways in the future. Thank you so much for having me, Sheila. It's You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found something that will help you and your family bloom and grow. I'm on a mission to bring health and home together, and I invite you to join me. If you enjoyed today's episode, you might also enjoy reading the digital magazines that I publish every single month. They are called the Wellness Real Estate Magazine, which is Wellness RE, and Healthy Home Magazine, and they feature wellness lifestyle communities that are being designed and built all over the country. Plus, I have healthy home professionals that share their insights on how you can create a healthier home environment. Building biology experts, biophilic designers, wellness architects, color psychology specialists, and even eco-designers all together in one place. I guarantee it's not like any other magazine you've read before. You can check it out at www.healthyhome-mag.com. You can purchase single issues, and I have tons of articles from over the past two years that you can share. Remember, sharing is caring. And please follow me on Instagram at healthyhomemag. Reach out and let me know how you like the show or what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. I'm open to learning more about what matters to you. Together, we're making the world a healthier place, one home at a time.